All right, we're here on our uh, Maoism Inch Pokemon Roundtable, yeah. which we wanted to do for forever. Yes, this is the official Maoism Inch Pokemon Design Roundtable. And if you don't know what Maoism Inch is, it's a really old fucking podcast. Um, and that it's, hopefully we'll do more of. That hopefully we'll do more of. But this is this is our launch of it as a podcast brand. And by podcast brand, we mean. Uh, other microscopic podcasts that nobody will listen to um, exactly. or, orbiting the main podcast. So yeah, yeah. Br brand in big air quotes, big, um, huge air quotes. So anyway, this is the Pokemon design Roundtable. Um, this mm -hmm. actually, uh, we're going to go through every single Pokemon and we're going to talk about every single Pokemon's design. Um, oh, by mm -hmm. the way, I'm Nathan. I'm Abigail. Yeah, and that's how we open up Mao's Mensch every time. So yeah. uh, I figured we'd bring it back. We usually say hi, Craig, but you know, Craig's not here with us. Yeah, today. Craig. Craig, unfortunately, I'm not gonna say that Craig. I'm not gonna say that Craig. You know, was like Craig was furloughed. Actually, let's just say that Craig was furloughed. Yeah, Craig. Craig might be useful uh, in the future, um, but for this part of the podcast, he is furloughed. Yeah, um, especially since we have an optional video option. Uh, that's so right. We'll probably end up on YouTube and Spotify with this optional video option. So go go check it out. Yeah. Let's see. So our, our design criteria. Well, I just want to say that uh, this actually has its origins. Maybe one or two years ago, uh, I got everybody together, most of the people who actually were on Mao as a Mensch, to talk about every single Pokemon design. And we spent mm -hmm. like a whole day doing that. And this is a more refined question mark version of that. Yeah, question um, mark. Yeah. So... Here we are. But anyway, yeah, Abby, go on. So our criteria, um, obviously visual. It, it Really, our rating on this can be anything. Um, it can be visual design. It can be its stats. It can be its appearance in the anime. It can be a special spot in our hearts from a, uh, from a run that we had with this Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Um, there is going to be a tier list. If you're watching this on YouTube, you should see the tier list maker. Without further ado... Let's get started. Yeah. Pokemon number one, uh, Bulbasaur. Um, we're unfortunately missing the Bulbasaur expert for this episode of the Roundtable. Mm -hmm. Mike, uh, you know, uh, co-host of the show. Bul biggest Bulbasaur fan around. Yeah. But I have to say, even though, you know, Bulbasaur was not my starter choice, Bulbasaur... Bulbasaur good. Bulbasaur's got like Bulbasaur's this, great. All the starters in Gen One, I'm just gonna say, have this fantastic design. I think that yeah. Bulbasaur is probably. You could argue that Bulbasaur is the strongest. I mean, everything you need to know about the entire Bulbasaur line, like, is just summed up so succinctly. It's a dinosaur with a plant on its back. I think that's fucking perfect for a grass starter, right? Like, when you think of Pokemon, you think of pocket monsters, right? So a little dinosaur, that's a monster. And it's, yeah. Bulbasaur's small. It could probably fit in your pocket, maybe. Um, and it's got a little plant on its back, so it's grass type. I don't know. Says says he's a... Two two uh, feet and four inches, Nathan. Are your pockets big enough for a Bulbasaur? I mean, I can fit a whole pie in my pocket, so. All right, then, yeah, okay. So the Bulbasaur does fit in your pocket. Uh, this is, you know, big important on our criteria. Do I want to say it's also the first time a starter... Um, it's the first Pokemon in the Pokedex, and it's a dual type, and it's the first time a starter's been a dual type, too. Which doesn't show up that often. And it's also, and this is going to be a big thing for me, it's also the first Pokemon that's uh, a quadruped... 
And anytime Pokemon's quadruped, it gets huge points in my book. And so, of course, you know, here we are. Bulbasaur, quadruped. All right, so is Bulbasaur S-tier? Do we just agree on this? I think we agree that Bulbasaur is S-tier. Bulbasaur is pretty great. And now we got to move on to Ivysaur. Now, Ivysaur, this is why I wanted to have the sprites up, at least on my end. Yeah. Ivysaur's Gen 1 sprite in red and blue, not in red and green in Japan, but in the blue international release and in red and blue in the U.S., it's standing mm-hmm. on its hind legs. I know what I just said about quadrupeds, but I really kind of like bipedal Ivysaur. There's something just so weird about bipedal Ivysaur. I uh, yeah, I just really like it. And it never shows up ever again. In no other art has it been uh, bipedal. Oh, wow. The sprites are super small. All right. Well, that's all right. Anyway, bipedal Ivysaur. Yeah, put a big bipedal like Ivysaur on the on the screen for the YouTube version. <laughs> I, I, I it's a very tiny sprite. I can uh I can do that and then zoom in. No, it's gonna be lot. it's gonna be in post. It's gonna be in post. It's gonna be beautiful. Okay, okay, we're do, we're doing it in post. Yeah, we're, put it in post. Put it in post. Okay, uh, where do we feel like Ivysaur is on the tier list? Well, I you see Bulbasaur's design is like, in my opinion, it's simple and perfect. Ivysaur's design. Like, like with a lot of middle evos, especially starter middle middle evos, like it kind of loses its way a little bit. I think it's still great, but mm-hmm. um, I, uh, I I I can't put it as high as Bulbasaur. I think it has to be in probably an A. Maybe I'll change my mind about that later. Alright, we'll put it yeah, in A for right now. It, it definitely goes in A for now. All right, up next we got Venusaur. I uh, just a, a, a great design. The whole big, like we're talk- big boy. If we're yeah, he's a big boy. If we're talking about the whole Bulbasaur line holistically, it like it executes a very simple theme, story, whatever you want to call it, really well. And again, that's really perfect for a starter Pokemon. Really perfect for the po- first Pokemon in your Pokedex. Bulbasaur. It's a plant that hasn't bloomed yet. It's the bulb with Ivysaur, and ironically, it's a flower bulb with ivysaur and then the flower yeah. is bloomed with venusaur it's cool it's great it's everybody everybody likes venusaur venusaur i think is easily gets a lot of love and it's not hard to see why good design i think uh i like the venusaur is a little ugly honestly i agree yeah like you know he, he's warty he's he's not like he, he doesn't have perfect skin he's warty so he's, he's a big ugly guy and that's great and you know what's another, I, I love him you know what's another thing i love about venusaur um is we're s-tiering venusaur right oh yeah but another thing that i love about venusaur is in stadium and we don't have the stadium models up much less like the little animation but in stadium mm-hmm. When Venusaur attacks, its eyes get all fucking bloodshot, which adds to that ugliness that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I just love how it's, like, not a glamorous starter. It's, I think that's why it's so loved by Pokemon yeah. fans. All right. All right, next Charmander, up. little guy. He's fire. Uh, he dies if you put his tail out. Um, I think he whips. I like Charmander. Uh, Charmander's okay. Charmander's good. I'm not even going to say Charmander's okay. Charmander's good. Charmander, yeah, Charmander is just good. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't have a lot to say about Charmander's design. Because I, he's good. Do we, do we have him A tier or S tier? I think he's just A for me. I mean, he's, I, he's I good. I think that makes sense. I just don't have a lot to say about the design. It's just, like, it's yeah. simple and it's well executed. I'm going to say that for a lot of Kanto Pokemon. It's simple and well executed. I'm probably going to say that for Charmeleon, too. Yeah, Charmeleon's good. 
Charmeleon's not as awkward as most middle FOs, but I guess, like... Yeah, he kind of whips. I like how he looks. Yeah, in terms of his, like, color scheme, though, like, he is kind of going in a weird direction. I always thought it was weird that Charmeleon is... I actually like the red. Is a diff- well, I always thought that was kind of weird that it's a different color of red than Charmander yeah. or Charizard, but I guess it makes it stand out, makes it memorable. I, I like that it's red. Uh, Charizard should have been red. That's my opinion on that. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with that. All right, Charizard. Big fire dragon, notably not a dragon type. So, Can you imagine if Gen 1 had a dragon type starter? Uh, Well, that would be crazy and also kind of diminish where they were going with dragon types. Mm-hmm. But I... Yeah, I mean, like, I know that a lot of people say, oh, Charizard should be Dragon-type, but, I mean, he really shouldn't because Dragon-types were supposed to be, like, this one-off thing, like, much like Ghost-types in Gen 1. Yeah. So, um, I don't fault them for that. I, I'm going to be honest about Charizard. Every year, Charizard sucks up design space with, like, another Mega or another I know. fucking thing, another fucking gimmick. I like Charizard less, right? I was never, like, a fucking massive Charizard hater, but every year it takes up more and more design space. Like I, I, I agree with all that, but at the end of the day, Charizard whips. Do we think S tier or A tier? I think S tier. I think he's still great. He Like, all the Kano Pokemon, all the Kano Final uh, Evos for the starters, I think, are S tier. Yeah, if I have to... If I have to judge Charizard in isolation, then, um, yeah, I'm, I'm putting him in us. By yeah. the way, we're not judging Megas. We're not judging Gigantamax. We're saving yep. those for their respective generation. This is just the Kanto Pokemon right now. Um, I agree. You know, I used to be a big Charizard fan. I still am, but uh, I wish they let someone else shine. <laughs> yeah. I love his name. E- even, in, even in this gen, the first big seven-star raid was Charizard. Yep, Charizard. All right, Squirtle, little dude, he's a turtle. I dig him. Squirtle's great. Squirtle's fantastic. Squirtle was always my uh, my my starter of choice. So um, you know, I have a special I have a special appreciation for Squirtle, even though I think that uh, Squirtle probably, much to my chagrin, is mm, well, maybe not in Gen One. It's arguably the worst of the bunch overall, especially as Charizard's yeah. gotten more and more tools. Anyway, uh, Squirtle, great. I really love Wartortle. I think that Wartortle is probably one of the best second FO starters. Right? I definitely agree with that. But is Squirtle going in A tier or S tier? Uh, oh, sorry. You're right. Uh, Squirtle is going in... I think Squirtle's still going in A. Wartortle's going That's in fair. S, though. War, Wartortle's going in you S. You know, I can agree with that. Yeah, War- As a really good middle Evo, which it, brings Bulbasaur as our only or only A tier or S tier starter this gym. No, I... I yeah, j- like S tier, like first form starter, absolutely deserving. Next up after Wartor, I mean Wartor's great. The tail is really cool, but there's like a lot of controversy here with Blastoise, right? I personally love Blastoise. I think Blastoise. I like fucking that they whips. just put guns on a turtle. Yeah, I, I, I think, think that's that, good. I, I think that Blastoise is an S tier design. But here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Wartortle does not into Blastoise, right? And that was never the intention either. There was, in the earliest versions of Red and Blue, there was Blastoise and Wartortle were two separate Pokemon from separate lines. Um, Mm. Wartortle evolved into, we never get the front sprite for it, but what appears to be a bigger, multi-tailed, Kappa-like turtle as its final form. Mm -hmm. And Blastoise has a pre-evo 
that shoots little bubbles out of its um, instead of having cannons and just looks yeah. like a tiny baby Blastoise. Um, and that makes a lot more sense to me. I don't think that there's great design cohesion here. I agree with that. Um, but that being said, I think it's really funny it has guns. Yeah, I think that Blastoise, because we're judging these in isolation, Blastoise is an S tier. But I have to say that taken as a whole, the line is probably the weakest line design-wise um, out of I agree with starters. that. Yeah. But he's got guns, so who can say? All right. All right, Caterpie. Um, I found a Caterpie once. I don't remember what poke, what uh, animal it's based off of, but... Uh, God, I think I was like with the little fucking six. the fucking nudule, the little yeah. There, there's nudule. a caterpillar like that, and I found one. Um, I don't know if they're common around here. I've never seen one again. But me and my class found one in kindergarten, first grade, something like that. I didn't know that they existed in the new world. I thought that caterpillars that looked like that were just like an old world thing. So it could cool. have been invasive. It could have somehow escaped. I have no clue. I just remember finding one in kindergarten, and everyone was like, "Holy shit, it's a caterpie." Yeah, uh, it's okay. Um, I it's a, it's a nice little guy, but you know. So a lot of people, I always come at this from a Nuzlocker perspective. A lot of people like really like Butterfree. Butterfree has like some really high usage in Nuzlocks, right? Yeah, um, and it makes confusion. sense because it's an early game Pokemon. But in terms of the Butterfree B drill like usage battle, I uh. I always lean towards Beedrill. I know that's kind of a hot take because Butterfree is confusion and Beedrill has shit all. But, like, in the early game, which is the only time I use either of these things, like, I'm always way more happy to get Weedle over Caterpie in a Nuzlocke because I'm going to at least get Poison Sting. And Poison Support's kind of nice, so. I like Poison Support, but... Butterfree also gets that in a bunch of other status effects. Yeah, it gets sleep powder, but by so, the time so it... hold on, hold on. Let's let's run through these real fast. So Cat Caterpie, I think probably like a B tier. A Caterpie is like a B tier. Metapod, I always thought that it had like a weird fucking nose, um, which I always thought was funny. Maybe Metapod's a member of the tribe because of that. So if yeah. depending on whether or not Metapod's a member of the tribe, it could variously be higher or lower. Oh, are we gonna get a member of the tribe tier? Um, oh we should actually okay, yeah all right, all right all right put metapod as a member of the tribe i think metapod's a member of the tribe because if you look at like if you look at early sprites like in more recent sprites it's always facing it's always facing the um the other way so like mm -hmm. it just looks like it has a spike coming out of its back but in the earliest sprites it's always kind of facing well not in the earliest sprites in the yellow sprite and a lot of sprites after that it's facing towards you so it looks like a nose and that's why I always thought it was. So uh, we'll put we'll put member of the tribe up top. Yeah, Metapod might be a member of the tribe. I, I feel like it has to be at the top or the bottom, but I feel like if we're doing middle of the member of the tribe and we put it at the bottom of the chart. Um, yeah, me, just for visual clarity, that makes me feel feel weird. I, yeah, I'm yeah. not doing that. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So and then we have Butterfree. I like Butterfree, and it's a pretty solid Pokemon to use in Gen One in, in general and in Nuzlocke's. It has a ton of support. It's uh, okay. I've never like I've I've I guess I've just never seriously bought into the hype. I always wanted to know whether or not it was supposed to be a Venonat Evo and whether Venomoth was supposed to be the Caterpie final form. I yeah. never I never got <laughs> like the fucking final clarity on that. Um, it's all right. I don't really want to put it in B. I, I like. I don't really want to put Caterpie in B either. Like, really? Just, 
they're just whatever to me, honestly. Like, I, I don't know. Like, there, there's nothing about them that's like, oh, yeah, this is this is cool. And I don't really yeah. have any great memories of them either. That's that's fair. I li- Look, I like Caterpie because he's a little guy. Butterfree, like I said, I just remember getting me through a lot of games as a kid because it has a really good move pool. I think that we can split the diff and put Butterfree in B for that, but, like, I don't okay. know. Like, Caterpie is... All right. Yeah. All right, Weedle. Another little guy. I'm just throwing him somewhere for the yeah, second. Yeah, I, I think Weedle... St- uh, and this is this is me defending, like, Weedle being the Weedle defender. Weedle still gets to be in C. I like Weedle. Weedle's okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, like, the thing is that I never have a Weedle for long. And also, sometimes when I get a Weedle, and sometimes when I get a Caterpie, too, especially if I'm doing a fucking Kanto Nuzlocke, I'm, like, rolling my eyes, like, oh, God, now I gotta train this thing. Because it's an arduous grind up until it gets to uh level 10 um yeah kakuna is is a bug uh is a bug d i yeah i think d Beedrill, I think, is cool. Beedrill's oh, an easy B okay. tier for yeah, me. Beedrill, Beedrill goes in B tier. All right. Yeah, in, B, in the discussion. Yeah, Beedrill goes in B tier. Um, Beedrill's great. Beedrill's so much wasted potential, um, especially in Gen 1. God, yep. I could I could go on at length about how Beedrill, arguably the worst Pokemon in the game. I don't think it's the worst Pokemon in Gen 1. Um, but we'll, it's, we'll get to the worst Pokemon we'll, in we'll, Gen 1. We'll get to the worst Pokemon in Gen 1. I have some words to say about the worst Pokemon in Gen 1. But just, God, just so much lost potential between getting two offensive bug-type moves and then just having, like, the stats of a piece of Yeah, actually, paper. what is uh, 45 special? 45 special? That's but that rough. doesn't matter because... Yeah, 45 special, because so it's going to die in one hit to, like, confusion from an execute. And yep. 80 attacks, okay... But like, it would be good if it's bugged. If it would be good if this, uh, if special and uh, if the physical special split had happened. Honestly, if you had an eighty attack in Gen One, um, and was running around with bug type offensive moves that are physical, that'd probably be pretty good. What bug type? No, 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 no. Bug type's a physical attacker. Bug type's physical oh, in Gen. Wait, 1. it is. Yeah. the The problem is, is that with with forty five special, it dies to any special attack, and it's weak to psychic. You're... Bug type? Wait, so it's bug, normal, and fighting is physical? Uh, there are rocks physical, grounds physical, ghosts. I, sw- is, I ghost thought is this physical. was in... ghost is physical. Yes, ghost is physical. We'll get to that later. All right, this is blowing my mind. So yeah. this is all for, before Gen Four. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. Okay, okay. Beedrill, Beedrill might. I don't even remember what Beedrill's base special defense is in Gen Two. Beedrill might be a little bit better after the special split between special attack and special defense, but not mm-hmm. by much because it's been garbage forever. Um. So there you go. All right. Uh, burb. The first burb. The first burb. And what a burb it is. But I never really liked this burb as much as the other burb. And every time I have to choose between Pidgey and Spiro, I always ditch Pidgey. I think that's fair. Um, I, 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 where but, do you want to put Pidgey? But here's the thing about this bird, right? I think it has to go at the top of C tier, uh, okay. or at least high C tier. Because the beautiful thing about Pidgey is, especially if you look at its red and blue US sprite, and its red and green sprite, it's literally just a bird. Like there's nothing it, it, it special about it. There's nothing special just about this thing. Even in later gens, like as it gets a little bit more, um, you know, like flair to its design, 
it's still basically just a bird, and I really appreciate the fact that it's it's just a bird. All right, Pidgeotto. Now, I'm, I, on, on this note, I'm always mad this is a Pidgeotto and not Pidgeot. I feel like it should be Pidgey, Pidgeot, Pidgeotto, right? Yeah, why? That, why? That, that makes sense to me. All right, now here's my here's my take. Okay, here's my take. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you can look at the Pidgeotto red and blue sprite, but br everybody always talks about bring back fat Pikachu. Fucking bring back fat Pidgeotto. Look at this fucking thing. All right, I agree this, with that. This is, I agree this, with that. This is like I a love fucking, fat Pokemon. This is a fucking Thanksgiving turkey-sized Pokemon, okay? Bring back fucking fat Pidgeotto, all right? All right. I, 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 I love him. He's, he's great. I like Pidgeotto a lot. I just don't like it as much as Spiro and Firo, so I think yeah. it still stays in C tier. All right. Uh, I think Pidgeot. I, I, I had that in B tier. I always really liked the big, the big hair design. I love the big hair. Big hair's cool. Yeah. I think it's a great design. It's like a really good, simple bird of prey design. It evokes exactly mm -hmm. what it needs to evoke. I don't know if I'm gonna put it in B tier. Maybe in low B. But um, I. So we'll, we'll keep the, it in the bottom of B and see what happens. The thing about Pidgeot is, again. I'm a Firo guy. I've always been one. Even when I was a kid, I was a Firo guy. Um, so oh, I was gonna put Firo in A, honestly. Oh, oh, I know, I know. We haven't gotten there. But the thing is that, like, I've never. I don't actually have any like memories of Pidgeot. Again, like, I am like the opposite of most people of Gen One. Most people in Gen One, they're like, oh yeah, but I use Butterfree. Oh yeah, I use Pidgeot. I didn't. I I don't think I've ever used a Pidgeot in Red and Blue, like Red and Blue proper. I've used one in Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have any memories with this Pokemon, and so it just does not leave an impact on me. All right. Yeah. Uh, Rattata. Oh, my God. Rattata. I, I think Pidgeot still gets a B from me. Uh, Rattata's fucking based. Okay. Rattata. Yeah, okay. We can keep Rattata's fucking based. Rattata. Okay. Rattata. Rattata. Make a new tier. Make a new tier. It's just called Hyper Fang. Put the rats in it. We already have that's too many tiers. Okay. We're putting but, the rat we're putting the rat in a proper tier. I okay. think Rattata's like probably probably a B tier design. Put, like put Rattata above Pidgeot. Put Rattata above Pidgeot. Okay, okay, I can agree with that. Uh Raticate, uh, Okay, wait, I just want, the rats are great. All right. They are the first rodents. They're fantastic. Again, they're just kind of just rats, but they're purple. But Rattata's purple and Raticate is just a big rat. Um that's a New York City rat. But I I, I again it's what more do you need to know about this fucking thing? It's great. It's a rat. rat. And it has one of the best moves for the early game. Period. Hyper Fang is an amazing, amazing what's, move. What's Hyper Fang song. do again? Hyper Fang. It's got base. Is that the halving one or? Okay. No, that's Super Fang. Okay. Hyper Fang, it learns it at level 14. So if you're playing with level caps on, you get Hyper Fang for Brock, but not like you're going to use mm. Rattata against Brock anyway. That's But that's just how early you get it. It. Yep has base 80 power, the same base power as strength, which is and the same base power as body slam, right? So it's getting that at level 14. It uh, has a one in ten chance of making the target flinch. So sometimes it makes the enemy flinch. Um and it has 90 accuracy, which isn't great. Um but it's uh it's very strong for early game and you can it's just, a good move. You can whip through the early game with a Rattata and Eradicate that knows Hyper Fang. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Body Slam is base 85. So it isn't the same base power as Body Slam, but it's pretty damn close. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Radicate. Uh, next up. 
Oh, Raticate. Yeah, Raticate's a. a. He's he's yeah. a fat rat. He's he's big. He's good. I love him. Yeah, Raticate's a. I think that's all I got. Easily. All right. I've been waiting. Hero. I've been waiting for this one. I love this. This is this is you know Mao was so impressed by the power of Spiro that he actually launched a campaign in China to eliminate Spiro because he feared the power of Spiro. All right, so where does that put him on the tier list? Uh, that puts him pretty high on the tier list. I mean, it was enough to have Chairman Mao quaking in his boots. I mean, Spiro definitely mm -hmm. goes higher in B than even Rattata. Um, maybe even higher than... I don't know if it's at the top of B. That that might have to get changed around. But Spiro's definitely... Oh, well, I, I think I think that's fine for now. There's a lot of Pokemon we still have to go to. Yeah. This... Um, Firo, I like... You know, I'm a little weirded out by the thing on its head. But uh, Firo whips. It's cool. It's called Firo. Uh, bottom of A for me. Uh, it's uh, yeah, Firo's A tier easily, and I I've used I use Firo like every time I can because it's just really good. It has mm -hmm. base ninety attack, which in Gen one was uh that was pretty freaking strong, and yeah. it, it evolves very early at level twenty, and it gets Drill Peck, which is actually a good move. You know what, Pidgeotto doesn't get a good move. All right. Anyway, or Pidgeotto. Um, Ekans snake it's snake backwards uh, uh c tier yeah it's c tier i don't know like, he's a poison snake i, I kind of dig him he's a poison it's snake, snake backwards it's snake backwards i mean i guess there's some things to like about that but it's um it, it is just a snake the problem with rating a lot of gen 1 pokemon is that at the end of the day what i mean we have so to far about... a lot of our uh just just a pokemon yeah <laughs> seem to be in c tier so that's why i kind of like why i threw it there ekans uh, arbok does get a little bit better i like the face design that's really cool i always wish that in one of the pokedex entries i don't remember if it's in gen 1 or mm -hmm. gen 2 they mention how arboks from different regions have different patterns and i always wish oh that... my god they could have you're so right. Yeah, I always That's terrible they, they didn't do that. That they didn't follow up on that. It would have easily propelled Arbok in the rankings, like maybe all the way up to S. That would have been really yeah. cool. Um, but Arbok as it stands is it it's it's cool. I think it's still just a big cobra, so it still kind of enters B. I, I like the face. Yeah, I think towards the end of B. It's also really surprisingly hard to use. Um, at least in like Gen three, it's it's not easy to use. Um, like Ekans dies really easily and doesn't get a lot of good moves. In Gen one, it has wrap, mm -hmm. so it can kind of lean on that. But I mean, mm -hmm. in Gen three, by level up, this thing gets like bite, which is a special attack. And that's its higher, highest base power move. It then gets Acid at level 38, which is base 40. Um, it's just not a great Pokemon. So, yeah. But its face is cool. But so it, it gets to hang out in B tier barely. Yeah, it gets to hang out in B tier because it's got a cool face. All right, all right. So this is Gen 1, right? Um, and in yeah. Gen 1, if we're talking about Pika Man, we have to talk about Fat Pika. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Okay, if this is Fat Pika um, for Gen 1. I am going to make an exception. Normally, I, I just have it as a holistic of all its designs. Fat Pika chooses us here. Yeah, I, I think that when we uh, when we move on to Gen 2, and we'll have to, like, keep the Gen 1 designs on the tier list for Gen 2, we can, like, have... Well, I, I figured I figured we'd just do a tier list for each Gen, and then we could combine them all at the end. Yeah, but looks well, like. I just think it would be funny if we had Pikachu, like, continually dropping down the rankings as the Gens go on, mm. and Pikachu gets thinner and thinner. Because Pikachu was at its best when it was fat, and Fat yep. Pika, even in yellow... 
Pikachu is still fat. Like he's not as fat, but he's still kind of he's, still he's kinda fat. Chunky. All right, Raichu also fat in Gen One. Uh, I like Raichu. Like probably, I think honestly, top of eight here. I like Raichu's design better than Pikachu in general, except for Fat Pikachu, um, which does get top of us. It's a very pleasing color of orange. I've always appreciated mm -hmm. that, and I don't know. It's that's kind of like, why I put a Arbok where it was. I like that shade of purple. It's a. It's just a very like. Okay, so a lot of Evos in Gen 1 are just kind of, it gets bigger, but I think that mm -hmm. Raichu, while Raichu does just kind of get bigger, it has enough, like, does, there's enough going on with this design where it's like, oh, that's a cool evolution of a prior Pokemon. And if we ever got Gorochu, which was supposed to be the, uh, the Stage 3 that was cut, that would be even mm -hmm. better, because it was supposed to be, like, big and hairy and red and monstrous, but we never got it, unfortunately, so um, rest in peace, but... Do I drop Kakuna down to E tier? Yeah, drop Kakuna. All right. All right. Uh, okay, Sandshrew is cool. I always loved the um the the brick pattern design, and I really mm -hmm. wish that they kept that kind of sandstone brick design for Sand Slash. Honestly, I think it kind of like Sand Slash is really cool, but Sand Slash could be way cooler than Sandshrew if it had the brick design, but it doesn't. So I think they kind of hang out in the same tier, whatever that is. I don't know what, 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 I don't know what your input is on that, but. I would have Sandslash in A tier, honestly. In really? part, in part, it does get, it does get guillotine, so it's a revolutionary. Okay, yeah, it gets guillotine. It's a revolutionary. I guess that kind of helps. But again, I really wish that they kept like that kind of sandstone pattern. It's it's just yeah. it's just a cool touch and it gets lost. Um you know they like Sandshrew is an excellent little guy though, I do want to say that. So I'm gonna have him in B tier. And they Honestly, get, I and, might move Pidgey up to the bottom of B tier. And you know what? You know what? Sand here's the thing about Sandshrew. Sandshrew gets slash at level seventeen. That's very early to get slash. Oh jeez. Wow, that's strong. And All that's right. that's because Sandshrew Sand will slash you and it will fuck you up. Nidoran female. All right, so I think here's my take. All right, every mm. single Nido deserves A or S. Really? All right, and here's what. Here's, That's bold. Here's the reason right. why. Here's the reason why. All right, go on. When you close your eyes. And you think Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, the first thing that's going to come to mind is going to be one of the mascots, right? You're going to think of yeah. Charizard, or you're going to think of Pikachu, or whatever, right? Maybe you'll even think of mm -hmm. Clefairy if you're very old school. But um, mm -hmm. clear out all the mascots, okay? Like, 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 um, like, level the playing field. Don't think about the impact that mascots have had on the marketing. Just think about, like, what is the, like, pure essence of what a pokemon should be right what is like the er pokemon design i think that you will wind up at something that looks like nidoking ride on nidoqueen for that i think they have to be an s so i i definitely have nidoking and nidoqueen in s without a doubt and i think that as a part of that the pre-evos of the Nidos also, like, they are what gets you there. 
So yeah. I think that they have to be recognized in their contribution to what is essentially the, I'm not going to say like the ideal Pokemon, but like the well that all Pokemon draw from on some level. Also, Nidorina has a weird nose in Gen 1, and I always thought that was funny. You know, that's fair. I also use the Nidos. Everybody who's ever done a Nuzlocke always uses the Nidos. They're, I, if they're, they're really good. They they're, get good They they get good moves. They're strong. Yeah. I'll, I'll, it, it was If you chose Charmander, it was one of your ways to get through Brock. Everything's coming up Nidto. Everything's coming up Nidto. All right. All right. I, I've been convinced. Um, I'm going to put the middle and the top Vivos in S tier. I really like them. Okay. Um, the other ones I'll put somewhere, somewhere around here. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. They're, they're, I like Nidoran Mail a little better. They 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 are like the they are the Ur Pokemon. So yeah. All right, uh, Clefable and Clefairy. Fun. Pre pre fairy typing. Fun. Uh, not fairies yet, but I mean fairy Pokemon were basically all normal. They are kind of like the. Like, there are two types of normal Pokemon in the world, right? And one of them is defined by Rattata, which is just an animal, right? That's the first kind of normal Pokemon. The other one is a pink blob, and I think that's defined by Clefairy and Clefable, right? And that was it for a long time. Those were all the normal Pokemon you got, pink blob or animal. Yep. I like them, though. I guess probably, like, B tier. Yeah, they're okay. I think that... I think that Clefairy... I honestly like Clefairy better than Clefable. I, I think that Clefable has to be lower. I That's that's fair. I, I there's just I think that like Clefairy is like a really nice, like tight, compact design. And Clefable, like they're the proportions are kinda weird. The wings don't do it for me. Um like Alright, what if what if we move some stuff down to C tier? Yeah, I think throw throw them throw them down C. Throw them down C. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I think I have to leave Pidgey, Pidgey up here because well, it, it is just a little guy. We're, we're, I love it. We're going to come back to everything once we're done. We're going to yeah. come back to everything. Um, Jigglypuff, pink thing, uh, it's, it's pretty good. The B tier probably for me. Uh, yeah, Jigglypuff is... Wait, do we skip over something? Because the so. next thing is Vulpix on the Pokedex. Oh, 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 it is. Okay. They they will go to, uh, to be a later decided tier. That is not how they're listed on this. Okay. Sorry, my bad. So, Vulpix uh, and Ninetales. I think S or A for me. I really like them. I think I'm mad Ninetales isn't psychic, but you know. They're kind of overrated. They're kind of weeby. And, like, there's a lot of things that, like, okay, there's a lot of weeby Pokemon that, like, I'm fans of, especially when we get to this latest gen. In Gen 9, there's a lot of Weavey Pokemon that I really like. I guess, however, because they're classic, and because they're not too offensive in the being a Weeb category, Look, I guess... I really like the Ninetales Fox Myths. I think those myths are super cool. I know they become increasingly Weeby over time, but like Trickster Gods or um, the Korean version eat your, eats hearts and livers yeah. uh, to grow, I just think they're cool. <laughs> yeah, I bet Ninetales has a great metabolism from all that liver that it's eating. Yeah. You know what? Great metabolism. Okay, you know what? For having a great metabolism, Ninetales can hang out in A. 
What about Vulpix? Because Vul Vulpix has to eat the livers to get there. Okay, Vulpix can hang out in A two. You know, if you're if you're eating the livers, you we can do B. I'm, I'm we can do like B. Okay, we can we can okay. we can do B. We can okay. do B. And we can put Nine Tails at the top of A. I, I'm willing to concede that. I I, I really like Raichu. I'm sticking with that. I really okay. like Raichu. I, I, I think that can go either way. I I I, I am not. I don't think Raichu's quite S, but uh, I really like Raichu. All right, now we get to the pink blob. Um, I, B. Okay, uh, probably there. And okay. I think Wigglytuff, I think, is uh, in part worse, but I like that it's prone to violence um, in its lore, so I, I would probably put it next to Now, Jigglypuff. what about the Super Smash Brothers melee factor? It's whatever. Wow, okay. Uh, I, I kind of like that matchup in melee anyway. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it. I don't, I don't have, a, like, a seething hatred of that matchup. It's annoying, but, like, you know, you know whatever. Yeah. Um, they should incorporate Puff's back air into Pokemon, though, um, to move Puff up on the tier list. That would be fun. I like how they get body slammed by level, how Jigglypuff gets body slammed by level up. I don't wait, like how you have to wait until level 34 to get that. Um, you could always use a TM, but it always feels like a waste of a TM when the Pokemon just learns it Oh, Wigglytuff gets nothing by level. Yeah, that's the same. Is that with, just a thing? That's the thing with stone evolutions in the earlier gens. They don't get anything. Because the, tra the trade-off is, is that you can evolve it at any time. So you have to get Jigglypuff to 34. Sucks. Um, not great i've always tried to use them in a nuzlocke but like i just never can get them to stick and then when they do stick they always end up getting replaced by something okay uh next is a bat um all right a lot of people have bad memories of this bat and i'm gonna tell yeah, you right that's... now i i there's just too many bad memories and it's not even the bad memories that you're thinking of with being like trapped in a cave and fighting zubats that never really got to me the bad memory i have is when this thing ends up being one of my captures and doesn't get any moves which it will every right. every nuzlocke it will right and then i and then i have to like get to a point where i'm like oh i guess i'm gonna have to use this thing and then it's only got leech life until like level 15 or later sometimes and i'm like just end my life because it doesn't have like a fast level up um it's not super fast leveling up either so it's uh, <laughs> i like that it doesn't have eyes i always thought that was cool but i'm i'm down to chucking in d uh i think that we can chuck it higher up in d than that um right. gallbat has a lot of personality i always like gallbat's big tongue in uh the red blue and yeah. yellow spray and if you've ever seen gallbat stadium animation Again, I wish we could get the stadium animations, but it runs around like Dracula holding its wings up like a cape. It's hilarious. I love that. It's got so much personality. We could bottom of B maybe. Nah, Golbat still stays in C. Okay. It's 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 it does real fast. Nidor Nidorino and Nidorino. Uh I think I want to move him down to A now that I'm looking at it. I'm fine with that. Yeah, they're excellent, but I, I S tier I feel like has to be like the if I'm putting Raichu and Nine Tails in A, I feel like S tier needs to be a little more. Yeah, yeah, the cream of the crop. Um, all right, so the thing about Golbat too is that it is one of the only Pokemon that gets Hyper Beam in Seven U. So it is sometimes considered one of the worst Pokemon in RBY, but it does have that niche, and so um, you know we can't we can't be too hard on it. Its base stat total is also very very good for Seven U. Oh, it is good um we're gonna we're gonna get such we're gonna get gen one or hate mail for I this know. list being so top heavy but i think that's the thing is like even most of gen one's worst designs you're, are you're talking still pretty good you're also talking to a pair of millenni boomers so uh mm -hmm. 
you know, what would you expect? Well, I like I like a lot of the like new Pokemon designs. Um, yeah, I think some of the new Pokemon are my favorite designs, but I think it's pretty hard to go wrong with it's, the Gen One designs. I, There's few Pokemon that I'm like that is truly atrocious. Here's here's what we're gonna say, right? We understand mm-hmm. that a lot of these designs are kind of basic; that they're literally just yeah. an animal. But the nice thing about these designs, unlike later designs, there are some later designs that we absolutely love. Just stay tuned, and we're gonna get to them. But like the thing about a lot of the Gen 1 designs is that we don't really have a lot to say about them either way because they are well done, they look visually appealing, um, and they just don't have a lot... Their simplicity speaks for itself, right? And that's good. Simplicity is usually good. If you're over-designing something, it's bad. And Gen 1 is a very, very nice uh, lesson in not over-designing. Yeah, and and we should... uh, Well, I guess we haven't really got there yet so much but i think gen one also does have the very strong theme of uh like progress and technology versus nature and how humankind involves which we'll see a lot more in yeah really getting the second half of the pokemon yeah um all right oddish uh good little guy i think probably probably be here smoke smoke weed every day yeah i think oddish is perfect right there gloom gloom i I like that it's suppressed. I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's okay. You wanna, uh, let's, let's do like yeah. I think it, I think I it hangs out with Arbok, honestly. And I say yeah, we'll this as somebody. And I say somebody. I say this as somebody who winds up with the Oddish line a lot for whatever reason. I wind up using this Pokemon a lot. Uh, Vileplume. I think that Vileplume is just kind of looks kind of funny in the gen. That uh, sprites. Yeah, I'm gonna um, have to give it points for that. I, I think get, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna put it next to Oddish yeah, for that, it, it just gets, for the Gen One sprite. It gets some funny points. Um, and I've always liked Vileplume way more than Blossom. Um, if this was just yeah. Vileplume versus Blossom, Vileplume would be an S and Blossom would be an F. But we're not there yet. Okay. Parasects. Uh, Paris, uh, love the concept. Love the concept of, like, a bug that's in a symbiotic relationship with the mushroom, and then the mushroom takes over the host. Really cool, really great, always, like, a really sad kind of creepy story. Um, I really love these Pokemon. They're dog shit. They're absolute dog shit. They have terrible typing, but design-wise, mwah. Beautiful. Oh my god, they're bug grass. That is terrible. Beautiful. I didn't even realize that. I'm sorry for them. They're 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 wonderful Pokemon design wise, but just absolute garbage otherwise. We feeling like B tier then for these guys? Uh Parasect definitely goes higher than Paris, I think. Um but uh uh, Paris. I think Parasect we can. Yeah, Par- they can both like be. There, I think. Yeah, they can both be and be. I yeah. just think that Parasect. I like. Good. I like Parasect a little higher. I think these are like my my favorite. These four are like the the gatekeepers. Sure. Or yeah. these three, like like uh, Spiro, Vulpix, and Rattata, are really good. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me make sure we're right on track. Next. We are going to uh, Venonat and Venomoth. This thing doesn't evolve into Butterfree. What the fuck? I know that everybody you know, said that at some point because it, it has this exact same base as Butterfree. Yep. And um, um, it's a little puffball. Um, I like Venonat a lot better than I like Venomoth. I think Venonat. I would put Venonat in B tier. It's a fu- it's just a fuzzy little guy. Venomoth honestly might have to come hang out with Kakuna. Really? Honestly, Venomoth might go an F. <laughs> Venomoth is like so. In my opinion, Venomoth is like so like generic that it kind of works for me. Um, I think we can. Uh, do split... you want to put it in the tier with the other things that are just a thing? 
I, I think that we could split, put it in D. Personally, I'd even put it in C, but that's on my personal tier list. I like Venom. Right, let's, let's do D. Um, All right, that's fair. We'll, I, we'll do D. I always have a lot of sympathy for this thing, and it's the second best bug type in RBY. Um, Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pretty good. It has psychic. That's nice, and it gets all the powders. It's just better than Butterfree in every way. I always thought that all the love. Wait, what's the best? What's the best bug type? It's Pinsir. Oh, yep, you're right. All right, but Venom Venomoth, like all the love that Butterfree gets, I always thought that Venomoth deserved that. Um, personally, I just like how Butterfree looks better. Yeah. All right. Uh, Diglett and Dugtrio, I think easy A tier. <laughs> I think the Dugtrio should be. Okay, look, Dugtrio might just be three Diglets, but like Dugtrio, there's something about Diglett that executes the just three of a thing way better than Magnemite and Magneton. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dugtrio, like, there's just, there's mystique. There's personality. I don't know. There's if a th- lot of mystique to Diglett. What's underground? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. What's underground? Um, it's just, like, a little, like, thing popping out of the ground. Before I was even into Pokemon, um, obviously, like, before I ever played a Pokemon game, I was growing up in Pokemania, so I was saturated with Pokemon before playing a game. But the Pokemon that stuck out to me were, of course, the mascot mons. So I could, I could tell Mm -hmm. you Charizard, I could tell you, like, Pikachu. But even before I played a Pokemon game, there was something about Diglett and Dugtrio that I was just drawn to. I didn't even know that you didn't know what was below underground. I just thought that the design of just, like, a little fucking nub coming out of the ground, there was just something really funny about that to me i love these guys they are the only pokemon besides the mascot mon that i could identify before i played a pokemon game um all right so i, I think doug trio can go in s yeah doug he's Tr- a bunch of little guys i like that yeah doug trio can go in s for sure all right uh other mascotish gen one pokemon meowth uh, i like meowth and he has payday Meowth, um, uh, Meowth is the best Pokemon in 7U. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's great. Uh, and also Meowth's, Meowth is fu- the funny Brooklyn cat. Persian is great. I think that it's very funny how an RBY Persian is a fucking monster. Um, because That's honestly, the, I think Persian's design is like, I think Meowth's design is better, but uh, I have a lot of one love for the Persian crit builds. I, so I have to put him in A. I think that... I, I think that Persian still goes in B. I think that Persian still goes in B right. because it's Meowth is still the better design, right? But like, okay, we'll we'll put let's, let's do like that. But Persian, the crit builds with Persian, it's 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 great. I I have so much so much love for uh, the the deadly cat that crits you every hit with slash. All right, ducks. Ducks. Um, the ducks. They are. Uh, the fact that they're not psychic also kind of annoys me it's not even that they're not psychic um they don't even like so yeah they're not psychic they don't get psychic um they're just very strange they're described as psychic over and over and over again i like golduck a lot yeah golduck's cool i think golduck can be bottom of a i think golduck can honestly yeah golduck can hang out in that golduck's cool psyduck is all right i guess i don't i like him because he's a stupid little guy yeah I, 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 these guys feel like they really, really need a middle evo. There was a cut middle evo for them, but it just, this design, this design needs something to pull it together. Either it needs a middle evo or it needs a final evo. Like there's just something, there's something lacking here. Um, Mega's return, get us a mega gold duck. Yeah, get us mega gold duck. All right. I think uh, that being said, I do think Psyduck's probably towards the top of B just because he's got that little guy factor. He He's a dumb little guy. I respect that. 
All right, let angry monkey. Uh, a and A. <laughs> uh, a and A. Look at primates. Uh, pull up the honestly up, primate. Primate might go an S. Pull up the Pokemon Green primate sprite and post, please. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not the manky one. The primate one. Oh, oh, what? What's the? Yes, beautiful, <laughs> gorgeous. Uh, primate. Primate gets to hang with the big boys. Yeah, prim primate's going S. It's a fucking angry fuzzball. What's what's not to like? It was also the only one of Ash's Pokemon that had the guts to kick at Ash's shit in. You know. All right, doggy. A doggy, yes, dear, because he's a doggy. Uh... Does Growlithe go S? Yes, it's a doggy. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm putting, no, I'm putting Growlithe with... No, it's a dog. With... Put it in S. It's a dog. I, Arcanine is going in S. Okay. Growlithe, he's cute. I think I have to put him towards the bottom of A. I don't, I don't think he's like, I don't, quite as good. I don't know what your argument here is. I just don't think he looks quite as cool. Like, Arcanine looks cool. Um, Growlithe is kind of just a dog, but he's a fire dog, and he's a dog. So he's still really good, but like... I, Arcanine, I agree. I feel like if we're doing peak of peak, Arcanine gets an S and Growlithe, Growlithe doesn't quite. But he is a dog, so he is the peak of peak. <laughs> Nathan, we can't put every dog Pokemon in S. Yeah, we can. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> all right, we, we will make a separate tier list that has dogs. Um, That's just all dogs in, in their own dog tiers. Um, okay. Which all of them will be S. All right. Uh, The fucking poly... poly okay. Polys. Uh, all right. Some people hate the fact that this Pokemon is a tadpole for every iteration of its I love line. that. I love I the love fact that it's, like, that it's a tadpole that wants to fucking kill you. It's a tadpole that gets jacked. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the swirly design, like the swirl being like both like, this Pokemon hypnotizes you with the swirl. Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. Then when you get older and you actually like look at a tadpole or a frog that's like in its whatever. It's, the it's intestines. Form, it's, it's guts. It's, it's intestines. And that's such a cool like double entendre play. That's that's awesome. It's frog guts that hypnotize you. It's just such a cool way to integrate something about the real animal into the Pokemon. I love it whenever Pokemon does that. It, and whenever it does it smartly. And, and um, Poliwag is really smart about it. And this is a good design. All right, Poliwrath and Poliwrath get up there. I, th I think Poliwhirl might be in, like, C. I think that Poliwhirl's in C just because, like, everything that Poliwhirl is in terms of design, Poliwrath is doing that better. If you, you could yep. make this a two-stage. You could absolutely make this a two-stage, just Poliwrath, Water... Sandshrew get in C? I feel like we had Sandshrew in B. Hang back in B. I think he was supposed to be in B. Yeah. yeah, I think he was too. But um, you could have this be a two-stage Evo, Poliwag, Waterstone into Poliwrath. It would be perfect. I don't. I think the Poliwhirl yep. is is extraneous. He's fine. Honestly, he might be in the E tier. He's kind of weird. Uh, he, just, he just does nothing. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We we'll, we'll have to revisit that E tier. I think some more things are probably gonna drop down to E after this is all done. Uh, Abra. Um, Abracadabra and Alakazam. Great right. naming scheme. All right. So. You know about Yuri Geller? No. So Yuri Geller was a magician. He was kind of the original spoon-bending guy, right? And he mm -hmm. tried to sue Game Freak, saying that Kadabra was based off of him and that they use his likeness without his permission. He does not have a big mustache, by the way. He did not win the lawsuit. Mm -hmm. But Yuri Geller is Jewish. And if Kadabra is in any way based off of him, I think that means that Kadabra does is a member of the tribe. <laughs> Okay, if you're putting Kadabra, are they all in tribe members or? Uh, 
I, just Kadabra. I think it's just Kadabra because Yuri Geller specifically sued over Kadabra and not Alakazam okay. for whatever reason. So um, all right. So Abra, Abra's cool. I like Abra. Honestly, like an A tier design. I think for Abra, he's cool. He's a weird little guy who kind of looks like a robot that whips. Sleeps fourteen hours a day. I wish I could do that. Sixteen hours, I think. Um, I think Alakazam can go top of A tier. Uh, I think that Alakazam. It's just like. You know, once you really get into the shit with Pokemon and, like, you realize what Pokemon are strong, uh, Alakazam, seeing an Alakazam should make you, like, shit yourself because yeah. it is 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 terrifying. It's especially terrifying in Gen 1 where its special attack and special defense is 135. When you're staring down a Pokemon with 135 special attack, 135 special defense, 120 speed, um, you're basically just going to die. I mean, and you might as well just roll over and die at that point. Yeah. And nothing, right. and nothing is super effective against it because the only moves that are super effective against it are on um, Beedrill. Yeah, because Ghost had that poor glitch in Gen One, where Ghost type wasn't effective against was a uh, I think weak against Psychic, right? It was neutral. Neutral. Okay. Well, then we have uh, our body lifters. So I have a question. We have you know Machop um, okay. into Machoke. I. Uh, does Machoke wearing underwear suggest that Machop has grown genitals? Yeah, pu puberty. Machop went through puberty. Got big. That's wait. So when you went through puberty, you just grew genitals. Yeah, my penis showed up after puberty. I, you know, okay, fair enough. Where? What do we think of these guys? I like them. I like all of them. Uh, Machamp's the best. I would say Machamp's probably like eight years. I think that all of the um the trade Evomons have to be right next to each other, right? I think that they're all equal equally good. So Alakazam, Gengar... We'll, we'll come back to that. Oh, man, do you have some Golem thoughts? We're going to have we're gonna have a big I fight. I kind of don't like Golem. We're going to have a big fight about this. Okay. We're getting there. We're um, getting there. Um, All right. I, I'm fine with that. I just... They're all... Better than Ivysaur. They're all... That's, that's... So... When I was a kid, I didn't really appreciate the trade FOMONs, except for Alakazam, because Alakazam's just terrifying um, to fight. Mm -hmm. But, like, I didn't really appreciate the trade FOMONs, because when I was a kid, I didn't have anybody to do link cable trades with, because that's the only way to trade Pokemon. But then, when Gen 4 yep. came out, and you finally got trading over the internet, I could finally trade my Pokemon and evolve them. And, like, I was like, oh, shit, like, suddenly I realized, like, oh, man, that's why these Pokemon are all trade FOMONs because they're all really good and they're locked behind being behind a trade evo but that being said if we're talking about gen one in particular machamp sucks it's he looks cool though he looks cool he looks great he's awesome i like machop as like a little guy i think that machop does yeah. deserve to be in b i always thought that machoke it's kind of whatever that's why i put him in c yeah i think he's, i think he's fine i think machoke deserves to be in c but i don't think machoke deserves to be in the bottom of c that's fair I think that Ma because Machop looks significantly less monstrous than, or more monstrous for whatever reason, like more like a monster than Machoke or Machamp. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one who thinks that, but I, I, I it's, I it's because it doesn't have generals. I guess so. Yeah. Um. All right. Bell Sprout. Uh, Bell Sprout's pretty good. He's a little guy. I. I so I like Bell Sprout a lot. Uh, Bell Sprout can be in B. I'm going to be honest, I'm not a Weeping Bell fan. <laughs> I think Weeping Bell goes with Gloom in that I like them okay, um, and they both have depression. Yeah, they both kind of drool. 
I guess that's fun. I don't even really like Weep Metal that much. I don't like Weep Metal as much as Boom, but Victory Bell's great. That's how you yeah, do a Victory pic- Bell. That, that's how you do a picture plan. I don't know if it goes all. Well, no, I have great memories of it. I think it sits next to Pharaoh and Pokemon that I used that I really liked. It's actually, I'm gonna move Sand Slash down and move uh, Diglett, Diglett up. up. Yeah, I think okay. that's it. Move Diglett in front of the Nidos. Fuck it. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, Diglett does not beat Polyrhythm. No, no. I. We'll come back to that. Diglett's, ri- we'll come- <laughs> Diglett's rising in the ranks rapidly. <laughs> um, Diglett will always rise in the ranks. All right. Uh, they're good. They're solid Pokemon. They and, have pretty good move pools. And, Victory Bell's pretty good. And they were fun in the anime. And Razor Leaf always crits in Gen 1, no matter what. That's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, fucking squids. I uh, like squids. I, I they're cool. They're the Zubat. Tentacool might be the Zubat of the sea, but at least it has a really cool design. Um, and it's also very strong. And uh, it's just a good water type. Like if you're ever at a loss for what water type to use in a game, just use Tentacool because even though you have a whole bunch of them, you probably will have caught one. And it's very good and it's very strong. Uh, so like B B tier for um, Tentacool and A for Tentacruel. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I guess it's time to argue. So first off, Geodude, great. Graveler, great. Um, yeah, Geodude and Graveler, they're both rocks. And you know what? I like if you want my Nuzlocke Mon, right? Like Nathan, what's your Nathan? What is your nu- number one Nuzlocke Mon? I'll say like Geodude every fucking time. That's my Nuzlocke, bro. Geodude's fantastic. Right. And you know who else is fantastic? Golem. First of all. It doesn't really matter because Golem is a member of the tribe. All right. Golem can go in the tribe tier. Uh, thank you. It... Now, all right, now let's talk I about just... Golem's design. It is so different from the other two in the line that I kind of hate it. And I'm, like, not quite sure what it is. It definitely was a different... Actually, I really like this green sprite where it has anime eyes. Okay, so it is definitely one of those Pokemon from Red, Blue, and Yellow that was supposed to be much like Blastoise and Wartortle. I don't know if this is ever confirmed, but this was definitely supposed to be part of a different Evo line, and then it just got slapped on to um, Geodude and Graveler. It's definitely that situation. That being said, I always appreciated the idea that Golem could just turn itself into a big rock ball and roll around, and that kind of connects it. Um, Alright, that's fair. I I don't know. I think it's... um, I think it's cool. I think it's a good design, even though it doesn't have a lot of coherence. Um, there's also mm-hmm. the lost Suji Moriart, which hopefully can get thrown up in post where Golem's using explosion and like all the, like you see that each of the pieces of Golem are technically like they can break off. Like the arms can break off and the legs can break off and they can reattach at will. It's just really, all right, weird. that's, that's pretty cool. It's really weird Suji Moriart and I, I will find it. And it will be put up in post. I'll send it to Ivy. Next up, uh, Ponita. Fire Horse? I, you know, Ponita and Rapidash, I think, are, uh, are good. Um, yeah, I think that they are good. They are just Fire Horses, though. I don't think that they go up super high. They're just okay. No, it's probably, like, I think No, I think that they can fill out C. They can fill out C. Both of them can fill out C, even. Rapidash can be high C, but, like, 
it's I do like Rapidash better. Um, but like, I think I, it, it's just a little fiercer. Looks more like a, a battle monster. Ponyta's cute, but not like super cute. I never really cared for these things. Um, they're okay. You get them way too late, honestly, for them to usually That's be much use. Definitely true. Okay, uh, Slowpoke and Slowbro, I, I really good. Love these Pokemon. Oh, A. Um, and, they're stupid. And Slowbro is S, because nothing about this Pokemon makes much sense. Why I'm is it why that. is it psychic type? Who knows? Um why is the no, 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 no. It, it's no no slow slowpoke and slowbro have pretty strong lore. They they are they are like these water hippo things that um have psychic powers and can see so many possibilities and possible futures and shit that they become stupid. And the only way that Slowbro it gets smarter or like uh, more it with it is that a shelter bites its tail, which means but, that's a shelter on its tail, which is weird. But I like that's that it's what I was like, gonna say. That's part of the reason why nothing makes sense because that's definitely not a shelter, but it's always just called a shelter, and everybody goes with it. Well, it's it's, it's some weird like alternate shelter, you know, yeah. I guess that can only happen if it bites a Slowpoke. Is this really two Pokemon? I mean, I guess it's kind of two Pokemon then, honestly. But Slowking is S-tier. also two Pokemon in that case. Yeah, I know, you're right. It's easily S tier. It's easily S tier. Um, All right. Um, Magnemite? So we're, this is, I think this is where we start getting right. into sort of the intersection with society. Yeah, so Poke Gen 1, if you didn't know, is basically this big, like, dichotomy between, like, nat- nature and man-made shit and like how do they interact and affect the world and a lot of the pokemon in the early part of the decks are kind of just animals and they affect that it's just a nature perspective whereas a lot of pokemon mm-hmm. in the later part of the decks are either man-made in their entirety um or they're clear they've clearly been affected by the presence of mankind in some mm-hmm. way not all of them you still got like crabby and kingler back here but a lot of them are you know, like weird, they have this weird man-made dichotomy. Magnemite is um, definitely man-made. Nothing can convince me otherwise. I know that there's the some... fact that they've added ancient Magnemites and Magnetons. I hate. Yeah, I think I, that is the the fact that they've gone through so many of these Pokemon that were suggested maybe like like I don't think Magnemite and Magneton were te- necessarily man-made, right? But like they arose from man's use of electricity and stuff. Same with yeah. like a lot of these, like Muck. Muck and Grimer, I'm fine with being older Pokemon than that, but, like, well, uh, there's no way that Muck and Grimer have not thrived under humans, which is what most of their Pokedex entries say, is that even if they predate humans, they are, like, absolutely welling in the numbers and size just because yeah. there's so much pollution to you. So, anyway, we'll, we'll get back to those, I guess. Uh, that being Magmite so- and Magnetong, I think they're cool. They're cool. I think that Magneton has to go and see. I have to concede that Magneton's design... The, okay, if Doug Trio is an example of just three of a thing done right, like Magneton is just three of a thing. I'm not gonna say it's done wrong, but like, I like that they just look kind of stuck together, right? Like it's not so much that they want to be there; it's that they accidentally got stuck. <laughs> and now they can't get unstuck. I guess I, I, it's it's just it's just okay. It's just okay. All right, we'll, we'll put it there. All right. Farfetched. Bird with leak. Uh, this could go anywhere from S to F to S tier, and I don't know what that means. It's kind of like how it, yeah, it's, it, Farfetched is um, a real mystery. Um, I hate this thing, it's literally but I love just this a bird. Thing. 
I know. Like, I don't know where to rank this one. This is probably my hardest Pokemon to rank, I guess. Yeah, it does have, I, it does have a leak. <laughs> I'm going to put an A. Okay, I can agree with that. It's just kind of weird. It eventually gets a big sword in Galar, but, you know, I it, it's it's just so weird. I kind of like it. Yeah. It's just a duck holding a leak. Why is the duck holding a leak? Fuck you. You get nothing. Yeah, you get nothing. It's just a duck. It, I, the thing about um, Farfetch'd is I always had this headcanon that Farfetch'd is actually just a duck, right? Like, even though it mm -hmm. looks more like a Pokemon than, say, Pidgey, like, my headcanon is that Farfetch'd really is just a duck. So, and since it's a, it's a trade get in the first gen, is it just, like, someone gave a duck a leak and they were like, this is definitely a Pokemon? Yeah, and that, trying no, to that's exactly okay. where I'm going with it, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, fair enough. All right. Let's see. All right. Now we get to we a classic. Doduo and Dodrew. A classic Pokemon design. All right. We're back to three of a thing, but this is three of a thing done perfectly. Okay. This is three of a thing mm -hmm. done perfectly. I love how each of the heads has a different personality. It fucking slaps. It is the arguably the best bird of the region. My heart still goes out to Pharaoh, but I fucking love this thing. I'm going to put, uh... Do you think S tier? Put him in S. Put him in S. Alright, alright. Uh... Doug Duo. I wish, that the pretty good. I wish that the heads had more personality. I think it goes in yeah, A I, or B. B probably. I'm going to put it in yeah. B, but like... You know, but midway through. But Dodrio, the three heads having each a different personality, yeah. it's just... Oh, that's how you do it. And one of the right, heads is stupid. And... One of the heads is stupid. Seal is definitely the definition of a C tier Pokemon, along with Dugong. C or D? Uh, D, I think. Well, I'm going to put them in C. Their designs are just whatever. I, yeah, but Seal's a dumb little guy, and Dugong's a dumb little guy, so they get some points for They're that. They're incredibly mediocre, and I have always tried to get the chance to use one of these guys. I used one as a kid because it knew I got ice type moves. Uh, I just never have gotten the chance because I Nuzlocke, and these things are like surprisingly hard to find in the games. So, go figure. Uh, All right, Grimer. Um, I think mm, okay, Muck's definitely ARF. Grimer, he's I think he's he's fine. He doesn't stand out as much as Muck, uh, but Muck's great. Muck takes the themes of Gen One. This is Grimer on steroids yeah. feeding off human pollution that whips yeah there are some pokedex uh, entries that do suggest that grimer was man-made from humans pollution but whether or not you believe that like the theming of because of man's folly grimer has become big grimer like i know some mm -hmm. people complain that muck is just big grimer right but it fits but that makes such good lore sense like yeah, it one, makes sense cool. with the lore it makes sense with the lore and it's a big angry pile of muck. I kind of dig that. Yeah. Like, it's that's scary. It looks good. I don't think it's quite S tier, but I think I'm going to have to move it pretty far up in A. And it gets sludge, which is... Poison is maybe one of the worst types in Gen 1, but sludge is an okay move. Mm -hmm. Um. All right, Shelter and Cloister. I always thought that Shelter should be related to Ghastly. This whole line should be related to Ghastly somehow um, when I was a yeah. kid. But uh, you know what? Whatever. Um, Shelter and Cloister. I'm, I'm gonna make a mega tier so I can get them out of the yeah the order here. All right. But anyway, Shelter and uh Shelter and Cloister. I like Shelter's big tongue. That's a lot of personality. But I do have a hot take about Cloister. Okay. 
Oh, I was going to wait for you to say something, but uh, my, my hot take about Cloyster is, so in red red and blue, and mm-hmm. in the Japanese version of blue, uh, they made a mistake with Cloyster where the design was changed up a little bit, and the shell was flipped sideways. This never happened again. It never was shown in the anime or anything. The shell was only flipped sideways for this one sprite. This is the case with a lot of red and blue sprites. Um mm-hmm. I like the sideways shell design a lot better than the vertical shell design. I think uh, on one hand I do. On the other hand, I think it's really funny to... Uh, all the memes about this is where the clit is are really funny. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't have those memes that the shell was sideways, but I'm just... Uh, I'm talking about from a Pokemon design standpoint, I, I, I like the sideways shell. Better. I like the shell, yeah. But, you know, memes are memes are in consideration. So, I, you know, it, it's good. They're both good. Uh, Shelter... I think it's B tier for the personality of the tongue. Yeah. I wish um, they did something with the tongue with Cloyster. I think Cloyster still winds up in B, though. The memes save it a little bit. I think pra, I think it goes... God, I might move Grammar down to, like, C. Yeah, move Grammar down. I think Grammar can be moved. That's whatever. I'm going to move Pidgeotto up to B, I think. I just, it's got cool hair. Oh, I like it. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to this. No, no, we'll... we'll here, we'll, we'll do, like that i think that's good okay grammar grammar can go up in the other depressed weird poison types all right speaking of great sprites from red and green let's talk about the ghastly sprite uh it's great they're all great this whole line is fantastic i wish that they had Um, kept the old ghastly sprite um haunter is this whole line's great this whole line maybe deserves to be an s this is how you do a ghost pokemon this is the perfect ghost Pokemon. Gengar kind of breaks the design pattern, but Gengar's still really cool, so fuck it. Haunter's interesting because Haunter's cry has changed over the years, too. Like, all Pokemon cries got updated, I think, in Gen 6, but Haunter's mm-hmm. cry is the only one that changed from Gen 2 to 3, then again from 3 to 4, and then again in 6. Okay, I really like I really like Gengar. Haunter's I'm... my favorite of the line. I think Haunter deserves to be an S tier. I like Gengar too. They they're all S. They're great. You know, yeah, early Ghastly Sprites are great. This is probably my favorite Pokemon line, including um I really like its Mega and I really like its Gigantamax, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Uh great Pokemon line. They're cool. They're ghosts. Uh it kind of joins in with the lore of the rest of it that uh these are dead Pokemon. Which Pokemon is always afraid to touch, but Gen 1 is less afraid that these are these are things that have business in one way or another and are po- possibly man-made in the terms that, like, you know, we've been battling and killing all these Pokemon and all that stuff, and they're, they might be a little mad about it. Yeah, yeah. Alright, Onyx. I hate Onyx. Yeah, I don't really like Onyx either. Putting I, Onyx in I like. I don't like Onyx on so many levels. Onyx's stats are bad. Onyx is a pain in the ass to catch. But if you do wind up with an Onyx as like you're capturing a Nuzlocke, just fucking, I I fucking hate that. I'm um, F tier Onyx. F tier. It's just a rock snake. I know some people are a big fan of the big rock snake. Thankfully, it gets an Evo. If it, if it was if it was good, I would have it like C or something. But it's such a shit Pokemon that I I can't do it. It gets an Evo. It's only good stat is 160 defense, which it like barely even gets to use. It gets an Evo that redeems it, so it's fine. Yeah. All right um drowsy and hypno all right i'm gonna remind everybody who's listening right now that i am jewish so i am allowed to Mm -hmm. say these things right and if somebody else suggested this 
I might be a little bit offended, but luckily it's me. Oh, well, I wouldn't actually be offended because I, I'm, I'm going to put this out there right now. But, um, you know, you know where to put these two. You know where to put these All two. All right. Um, but what do we actually think about them uh, more than that? They're definitely going above Golem. Golem is the worst member of the tribe. They are... I always thought they were cool. They were kind of creepy. Um, I think that they work really well. This is another Pokemon that has the interesting man-made, like, what is mankind doing to Pokemon kind of aspect. Because, like, it's mm -hmm. kind of the pendulum that, like, I know that there are Pokedex entries that say that Hypno makes the pendulum. But the lore, I've always thought, works a lot better if you just believe that Hypno picked this up. And, like, it changed right. its, like, hunting patterns because it got this pendulum that was made Here's... by mankind. Here's my counterpoint. Hypno did make the pendulum, but Hypno made the original pendulum. Humans oh. got the pendulum from Hypnos. That's actually really cool too. Anyway, it's um. it's it's definitely like a Pokemon that serves to be really creepy. But um, like it it, it it like obviously like there's a creepiness factor to the ghost types. But like Hypno is every kid thinks that Hypno is creepy, but they can't really put their finger on why and i think that's the hallmark of a good design i like drowsy better than hypno because it sits around in the mud all day that's that's my sole big opinion okay that's fair enough also I, uh, I, all right oh what i was gonna say also in gen 2 i got a shiny drowsy and hypno and that was my second legitimate shiny so go figure all right crabby and kingler i they're crabs i like them become crab uh Kingler's better. Big crab. Kingler, Kingler, big crab. Um, they're both amazing because they're crabs. Kingler has base 130 attack, which... Oh, yeah. It, and Crab Hammer's busted in this gen, right? Uh, crab Hammer does, I think, always crit, but it is still a special attack. Um, however, that doesn't matter because it always crits. And then Kingler will just fucking kill you with, like, Body Slam or something. Um, Kingler mm. is terrifying it also gets sword stance so you have base 130 attack then you get sword stance and you're you you'll die um i think kingler gets to go in a yeah i i um, i like crabby probably lower b yeah crabby doesn't really do anything for me because kingler is one of those evos that does everything in terms of design that it's pre-evo is trying to do better that's kind of the downside of having pokemon that are basically just it gets bigger um yeah it's that you have your design just completely eclipsed by your evolution. But it's still pretty good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, ball. N up next, ball. more... What? Ball. What? Ball. Oh, ball. Ball. Okay. I like Voltorb a lot better than Electrode, I have really, to say. Really? I'm the opposite. Okay. But I do like how they still are the intersection where either they have evolved to look like this to prey on humans, or uh, they are failed Pokeball experiments. Yeah. It's one or the other. I think earlier... God, what was the Pokedex? I think earlier gens might have suggested they were failed Master Ball experiments. It's, it's, um, experiments. it's Gen 1. It's Gen 1. It might be in Gen yeah. 2, but it's definitely in Gen 1. Uh, okay, I like Electrode a lot more than Voltorb, because Electrode actually has personality, and Voltorb doesn't have any. I think Voltorb looks better as a trap. Yeah, I, I I appreciate Lord Voltorb from a lore perspective, but I like how Electrode it's 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 got that fucking cheeky smile. Like, yeah, I'm about to fuck up your day. I'm about to explode. I'm gonna faint something. There's nothing you can do about it because I have really high speed. I actually have the highest speed in Gen One at base 140, which Jesus is crazy. Christ. It will just it, all it does is just go first and explode. That's all it needs to do. 
they're also really good from a game design perspective. They provide some traps and some uh, additional gameplay and stuff. Yeah, both of them. Uh, you just want to put them both in like B tier? Yeah, they're both great. I right, execute. This is another great, very Pokemon Pokemon design. Executor is like one of the weirdest designs in Pokemon. Execute is also one of the weirdest designs in Pokemon. It's an egg that evolves into a coconut tree. It's the kind of shit that you're only going to see. It's like an egg or a seed or something. Unclear. The kind of shit that you're only going to see in Gen 1. These two are fantastic. They encapsulate the weirdness of psychic types very, very well. Um, Execute in the lower tiers of RBY is actually kind of threatening because it gets the powders and it's psychic type and psychic type's always mm -hmm. good. Executor's one of the best Pokemon in the game period in RBY. Um, they're both really fun. Executor deserves S. I don't know if Execute does, with that. but Executor deserves that. S. Um, execute... I think probably like around there in A. Yeah, yeah. They're they're both really like they're both like executors absolutely in S tier design. They serve the wackiness of Pokemon really well. All right, uh, Cubone is Cubone supposed to be a Kangaskhan? I you know I know that there's all that shit about that. I me I I I I never really uh thought so. I thought it was a fun theory, but like it's. I think it jibes with Gen 1 really well. I think it Because Kangaskhan's endangered. So having Cubones as lost kids of this poached poach species is, I think, really cool. Yeah, I... And then having a whole separate design route for it. I see that. This thing has a whole bunch of unique moves that, um... It's just really weird that this one Pokemon in particular got, like, this many unique moves. Um, I know. What? Bone Club? And Bone Meringue. Bone Meringue. Uh, and it got another move in Gen 2 called Bone Rush. Big on the bones. Yeah, so uh, these Pokemon will, uh, in Gen 1, they kind of are bad, but in Gen 2, they get this item called the Thick Club that will absolutely fuck you up. Um, I think that these two are really interesting, and they kind of occupy this weird space where they're very identifiable Pokemon, but also everybody mm -hmm. forgets them. I think Cubone's A tier, personally. I really like Cubone's design. I like Cubone um, more than Marowak. I think that the lore yeah. is a lot better. Marowak is just kind of a... I think Marowak's at the bottom of B or maybe in C. I'm going to put it at the top of C. Okay. It's still good, though, and I like I like the ghost Marowak. I like all that. All right, uh, Hitmonlee. It kicks, it jumps, it looks pretty cool. has a cool move pool, um, all right. and is all right. Hitmonlee is one of the thumb people from Spy Kids. Where does that put it on the tier list? Uh, I just wanted to point, point that out, that it is actually just one of the thumb people from Spy Kids. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think that the accordion legs are a really cool design. I think it hangs out in the yeah. Hitmonlee's cool. It's, uh, I wish it wasn't so frail. It gets the best fighting type move in the game. So, good for it. All right. All right. Um, Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan. Go off, Nathan. <laughs> Hitmonchan is the worst fully evolved Pokemon in RBY. And I don't know who's listening to this. I don't know who's listening to this in the future. I don't know if you already know this. But if you don't, this is the worst fully evolved Pokemon in RBY. This Pokemon doesn't do anything particularly well. 
Um, its base stats are worse than Hitmonlee's. It has less base attack. It has slightly higher defenses, but they both have base 50 HP, so the defenses don't really matter. And it has oh, an ab- It's also slower by 10 points. It's also slower, too, and it has an abysmal base special of 35, which kind of sucks because most of the moves that this thing gets or special attacks in Gen 1. All the punches are special attacks, so they work off of that abysmal mm. base 35 special. Its design is kind of weird and ugly. It's wearing... Wait, I'm sorry. Mega Punch says it's a normal type move that is highly accurate with a accuracy of 85? Yep. Alright, F. <laughs> yeah, it's it has this weird fucking design. It's not, like, good. It's the world's first job mon. I can never forgive it for being the first job mon on Earth. Um... It, I think that might actually go with Machamp, but Machamp's cooler, so gets a pass. Machamp doesn't isn't too obviously a job mon. Hitmonchan is very clearly a job mon, so it it, it has to go at the bottom. It's really bad. It's just really bad. And you know what else? It doesn't even get. Remember how I said that Golbat has is like the only hyper beam user in Seven U. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. that's right. Hitmonchan is also in 7U. And even though it's fully evolved, it does not get Hyper Beam. It doesn't even get Hyper Beam. All right. Uh, so that goes in F tier. I think Lickitung's great. I think Lickitung's like towards the top of like mid to top of A tier. This is the best pink blob of this gen. So yes. It's got a big tongue. It looks things. I'm a big fan. But you know what move it doesn't get? Lick. Oh my, wait, does it not get, it gets lick in other gens, right? Yeah, but it doesn't get lick in gen 1. Weird. Might actually be pretty good if it got lick in gen 1. No, that special sucks, never mind. No, um, lick is a ghost type move. By... Lick is a ghost type move, it's physical. Uh, yeah, but it's still going to get blown up by anything that it's trying to, Yeah. that you're going to throw it out there. Also, against. if you want to paralyze, just use body slam, people. Yeah. All right, uh, coughing and wheezing. I really wish that uh, they kept the early coughing design of it having the little hands with its, uh, its, uh, its gas. That's such a cool touch. Um, but they didn't. They dropped. Oh, I really that. like that. They dropped that, unfortunately. Um, it's very iconic, very easy, uh, like cool man-made-ish Pokemon. Um. It's another design where it's just two of something, but it's done well because you can tell that the heads have, like, slightly different personalities, and that's kind of nice. Um, I think I like wheezing better, or uh, coughing better than wheezing. The beta names for these Pokemon were Nye and La, New York and L.A., so I thought that was fun, too. That is someone. Where where do we have them? I think wheezing I'd probably put B tier. Coughing I like, probably put an A. Yeah, coughing goes in A. I like coughing more than wheezing, just because coughing's a happy little... Um, yeah but again it's the same thing where even if these you know it's arguable whether or not these were intended to be man-made but regardless um man's air pollution much like muck and grimer has uh made them so much more plentiful yeah which i again fits with uh the themes gen one has really strong themes i like gens that have good themes all right so we're getting to the end here we have two more ur pokemon maybe the most pokemon-y pokemon of all Rhydon, which um, mm-hmm. even, maybe even more than the Nidos. It was the first Pokemon programmed into the game. Maybe the first Pokemon ever fully designed. It's, uh, it is the Ur Pokemon. Uh, I think it has to be S tier because of that. 
Rye Horn is okay. It doesn't really do much for me. I think it wallows in B. But Rhydon yeah. is a... It's it's still solid. It's good. I think it's better than a lot of the stuff in C. Um, it looks like a cool little armor tank. Rhyhorn is is good. And the sad thing about Rhydon is that was maybe the perfect Pokemon, but then it got ruined by an FO. That's really sad. Mm -hmm. Oh, we'll get there. Chansey is... I don't really care okay. for it. It's kind of sitting in D. Mm -hmm. I can respect that. It, it's it's just fine. It's it's another pink blob, but like I don't know. It's just not a. Pink I like that it cares for the egg. It's not a particularly well designed pink blob. All right, Tangela. All right, this is the best that Tangela has ever been in Gen One. In Gen One, Tangela has a base one hundred special attack and special defense. Jeez, really? Okay. And that would become in later gens just base one hundred special defense. Tangela is actually kind of okay. Um, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, where where do you want to put it? I love tier wise. I, it's Mc, I like how it looks. It's Mc, but, uh, it's McDonald's mascot tier. Um, make a new tier because call it McDonald's I, mascot. We're not making another new tier. I'm gonna put it in B. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, maybe in uh, C. All right, we we can do C. Yeah, it's, we can put it with this these other weird ones here. Um, and all right kangaskhan i think is an earth pokemon i think kangaskhan yeah, yeah. has to go in s yeah kangaskhan goes in s another it whips i love that it carries its little kid yeah it whips all right horsey and cedra they're okay they're all right also kangaskhan was big and tanky in gen one all right whipped. we're about to get to four water types that i think are just okay you know just sue me i don't really care I, for the seahorses i like i i like cedra and horsey but i think seahorses are cute I think I think Horsey has to go in B at okay, least. Okay, Seedra goes in C and put Goldine and fucking I'm fine with that. C. I don't have anything to say about these two. They're just goldfish. Put them in D. Put them in D. Are Are you sure? I feel like I like the things in D tier better. Oh, put them in F. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, put I think I think those might go in F. They're. In F. Yeah. Also, I think Kakunish needs to go in D. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I like that he's got weird little arms in Gen 1. All right, so we got this cool starfish that definitely goes in A. I think that these two are easy A's. Yeah, I like that. I'd probably put them right together, they're honestly. They're also kind of aliens. They don't really fit with the theme of the Gen, but they're aliens and they're starfish, and that's kind of cool. They're weird. They're unsettling. Kind of fits with the Gen 1 design logic because they're weird and unsettling, so yeah, whatever. They're psychic starfish. That's cool. I like them. It's a man. <laughs> I literally e. do not know what to it's do with e. this Pokemon. I think it's easier. It's a man. Um, it's I. That's fair. It's. It, I like that it's weird, but I, I I appreciate the fact that it's weird, but like it's just not a very good design. All right, Scyther. I think Scyther gets to go in S. Scyther's Scyther feels good. Scyther is good. I wish it actually had moves, but it's good. It looks cool as shit. I think it goes in S. Yeah. I just think it's such a cool design that's like instantly recognizable. Scyther is even though it's. Did you know that in Gen One, Scyther only learns normal type moves except for Wing Attack at level fifty, so it's completely walled by Ghost types. That's rough, buddy. Still looks cool. Why is there to say like about Jinx's... this one? <laughs> it goes in. Uh, <laughs> Does this is this the first waifu? I don't know. Just put a big add a row question mark. Just put a giant question mark. Racist? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Its typing is cool. I real. I like its type. I like. 
I almost like this Pokemon, but it ends up being largely unsettling and possibly racist. Yeah. Uh, these two are... I don't... Electabuzz is arguably man-made because it hangs out around power plants and, like, sucks mm-hmm. on the knobs at power... It's not man-made, but, like, it's one of those Pokemon that fits in with the theme because it, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's sucking on the knobs at the power plants. Um, Magmar, I don't like Mag... I don't know what to say about Magmar. Magmar's design head. is so fucking weird. It's got, like, the weird collar. It's got the weird fake race car flames on it. It's just... It's called Boober... Maybe it goes in C because it's called Boober. Um, I, I think I'm just going to leave both of them E. Okay, fair enough. Electabuzz could... No, Electabuzz goes up to D at most. Yeah, I'm going to leave them in E. All right, Pinscher, great Pokemon, A tier? A tier, yeah. Pinscher's cool. Best best bug. That is his bug. It's it's a big bug that has big horns that whips. Yeah. All right, Tauros is a bull. And it is... Yeah, this is a this goes in B is a good des- a solid design for a Pokemon that is just an animal. It's better than Persian, I think. There's something more appealing about Taurus than Persian, I'd say. Yeah, but Persian's got the crits. Oh, that's true. I, ha- I kind of I have cut Persian just the crits in Gen One move Persian up a little for me. Yeah, I think uh, I like it there though. I think it goes like right with Persian. All right, you want it's it's cool. You want to talk about a design story? Here's a design story for you. Mm-hmm. It's a design story that was so good they've repeated it every, almost every gen. Um, it's Magikarp to Gyarados. It's just like it's iconic. This is, here's this useless little fish that becomes this unstoppable engine of destruction. That isn't that great in Gen One, but um, gets way better later on. I think it's like top of A tier. Yeah, Gyarados, Gyarados. Gyarados sits at the top of A, and everybody's used one. Everybody knows that if you get a Gyarados and a Nuzlocke, you're pretty much set for the rest of the game. Yeah, Magikarp, uh, that'd probably be. I like it, but I'm not like I don't, in love with I it. I don't love it, but it fits the design story so well that it wins. Yeah. All right, this one is a uh, Lapras. Um, I like Lapras. I do not love Lapras. Yeah, I think, I think Lapras like, is C. I don't care for Lapras. Hot take, I know, but I don't care for Lapras. I'm fine with that. I, it's it's good. It's not bad. Yeah. It is Lapras. All right. Uh, ditto, it's... Uh, Ditto's A. It's Ditto. You know, here's the thing about... Technically, Ditto's S, because Ditto could be any of these Pokemon, but with the funny little eyes. So... That's true. Uh, but it, it also kind of fits in with failed cloning technology. It's cool with the theme. It can turn into a bunch of things. It seems like a failed clone, uh, yeah. which a lot of fits into Gen 1's um, theme really well. I think it's an A. Yeah. And little sp- guy. And speaking of Pokemon that fit into Gen 1's theme very well, of mutation and like experiments gone wrong, here's Eevee. Um, Eevee is, okay, Eevee's like B. Eevee sits with like Vulpix. The Evos, I, here's my take. I don't really like Vaporeon. It's a little weird. I think it's fine, but like not C. great. It sits with Lapras. Flareon and I Jolteon think... are okay. I, I like Jolteon enough to put an A. Yeah. I think it just looks cool. Jol- it's fast. Um, Jolteon's the one I always use, so it can go in A. They, their design logic gets across very well, and I do appreciate yeah. that. You can immediately tell what the deal is with each of these Pokemon just by looking at them, and that's very nice. They deserve points for that. But Vaporeon is probably the worst of those because I think that there are better ways to get across this as a Watermon than having it literally have a fishtail. Yeah. Flareon's nice. 
Yeah. I shit shit Pokemon though, but yep. Uh, Porygon. Uh, it's uh, Porygon's either A or S, I think. The first officially man-made Pokemon. Yep. Um, digital. Its lore is good. I think its design is maybe a little lacking. I think it goes in A. Like a if it had a better design, it could be S. But the lore is juicy, so. All right, so back on to more um, scientists are doing things that are going terribly wrong, or at least very weird. Uh, we've got the fossil Pokemon. Yeah, uh, fossil Pokemon are great. I love how when you when you sit down at a table and you're trying to design for a fossil Pokemon, the first thing that's going to obviously come to mind is a dinosaur. And that's the first thing that's going to mm -hmm. come to a kid's mind, too. And we, we have a dinosaur Pokemon. We might as well put Aerodactyl yeah. up in A now because this is one of the best designs for a dinosaur Pokemon, right? It's even better than Tyrantrum, I think, which comes later and is quite literally a dinosaur. There's only one dinosaur design that's better than it, but that's just because British people are silly. Um, it's too late there for that, I think. Yeah, I think that's like good. There. Um, however, the fact that they decided to go for these really ancient things, a fucking trilobite and an amaranth, whatever the fuck you call it, whatever omanite is supposed to be, mm -hmm. um, that is inspired. I think that is great. It's so out of left field for what you would expect. It's really cool. They both have this kind of otherworldly weirdness to them that clearly shows that they're from a different era right but they have enough similarities to modern pokemon that you can see that maybe some modern pokemon sprung out of them like maybe scyther sprung out of kabutops they both got the scythe hands right so like mm -hmm. there's just a lot going on there that just fits together really well and i really really like them as a result i think they're just probably all in a yeah they're all good i don't think i like love any of them more enough to be in like s yeah. but uh they're really good um, also, I think Snorlax, Snorlax, though, Snorlax goes in S. Yeah, Snorlax goes in S. Snorlax big. He, he's a big guy. His move pool matches his look. He sleeps all the time. He's he's just good design. Yeah. He's instantly recognizable. Yeah. I'm actually probably going to put him, like, a little little higher. Yeah, he's great. Honestly, I might put him, like, we need to organize S. We need to organize we're, S here, we're actually. Gonna, Looking at this, it needs to be we're organized. Almost at, we're almost at the end here, so don't worry. Um, Where did I... Oh, yeah, A tier. Um... Probably just stick all the fossil Pokemon together. Yeah, they 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 all hang out together. All right, but yeah, I think Kabutops is the coolest. But we're getting to the end. Uh, we got three three birds now. These three birds. Okay, so first on our oh yeah, go on. I think this is how you design a legendary Pokemon 101. They're not over designed. They each get across mm -hmm. what they're about immediately when you look at them. You can tell that these three are a trio. You can tell what elements they represent right away. Um, they mm -hmm. don't need any frills. I think Entei is a perfect example of an over-designed legendary Pokemon where it just has all this weird shit on it for no reason, right? These guys don't need that. You can tell that they're powerful and that they're regal just by looking at them. Um, I hate Moltres. You hate Moltres? Why? <laughs> I, it just looks weird. It looks better in the later games, but especially, like, it just looks weird. Its design has never really clicked for me. It feels like if one of them's over-designed, it's Moltres. I don't know how you get over-designed from Moltres. It's probably... I don't know. The, it just always looks weird in the early gens. It I is, just don't like how it looks. It's the simplest design of them all because it's literally a phoenix. It literally exists in mythology. Yeah, but it, look, see, that's great. It looks like they set a chicken on fire. <laughs> 
I but I kind of like the fact that it kind of looks like it's literally a chicken that's set on fire. Okay, I think Ar- Articuno's and Zapdos, I think, are probably S tier. Articuno and Zapdos, yeah, yeah, sure. I, Moltres, it fits with the other theme really well. Probably A tier, I guess. All right, all right. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll have to come back to this, but yeah, that's, okay. that's a work for now. Um. The first Dragon Pokemon. The first Pseudo-Legends, too. People mm-hmm. hate Dragonite because they say, oh, Dragonair is so cool, but Dragonite just looks like a big, dumb dragon. But I like how Dragonite looks like a big, dumb dragon because it's a subversion of expectations. And in moderation, a subversion of expectations is good. Dragonite deserves to be in A tier. If anything, the two of them, Dratini and Dragonair, don't really do anything for me, especially Dragonair. I always thought the Dragonair with the fucking oh, wings think... on its Oh, head. Dragonair... Kind of dumb. It's weird. I thought it looked cool, but it's. I think it looks cool. Nah, I think they get a. nah. Don't put Dragonair in A. Put Dragonair in B. Dratini can go in A. That's fair. Dratini does have the little guy factor. Yeah. All right, Dragonair's top of B at least. Sure, I can I can vibe with that, but don't don't put. All right, uh, Mewtwo or Pokemon, right, have, great stats, really cool, amazing lore. Yeah, we have uh, we have the culmination of what Gen One is all about in these two, right? Like Mew and yep. Mewtwo are kind of like this is what this whole generation is about. Um, just summed up in two Pokemon. Mew, the progenitor of every Pokemon that exists naturally. Mewtwo, the mankind trying to one-up what the natural world has done it's great it's succinct um you know every kid was wondering how you get mew the secret 151st pokemon mewtwo was you know the ultimate you know if you had mewtwo on your team you fucking ruled the roost in the playground it's yeah they're classic i like that mewtwo's i like that mewtwo's stats are a little more specialized and a little more all the board versus mew the like original progenitor just has base 100 and everything yep I think S for both of them. Yeah, S for both of them, absolutely. All right, let's organize this. All right, shit. I, yeah, I don't, I don't particularly care too much about organizing the other tiers, but I feel like we got to organize S. Okay, well, let's organize a member of the tribe tier first. Um, I want to put. I like. Dr- I, Dr- I think Drowsy and Hypno go in the front. Metapod goes in the back because I'm only including it as a joke. Even behind Golem, put it behind Golem. Fine. And I think that's how you organize a member of the tribe tier for this gen. All right. All right, weakest S tiers, I think, are probably, like, War Turtle, Ghastly. Honestly, these these are all good, but they look very samey to me. Um, I, but they're all good. I, I think put Kangaskhan down there, too. Um, Kangaskhan can go right, in. But he's at the top yeah, because yeah. he's, I, uh, he's the, scary. The four of them go up there because they are, like, very iconic for Pokemon mm-hmm. designs in general. And they get automatically inclusion for that, and I think that's fine to put them at the bottom. That put them at the bottom. I would put War Turtle honestly, maybe an A. Maybe now War Turtle can stay. Nah, War Turtle goes an A. War Turtle goes an A. I like him like there. Yeah, I like him like there too. We'll, we'll put him with. We'll put him with uh, Porygon. I'm gonna put Charmeleon up there too. Yeah, put like put, put the starters together. Um, because they're all good this gen. I have no complaints about starter yeah. designs. Um, all right. Ghastly goes at the bottom of S. Ghastly just gets automatically inclusion because it's probably the best standout line of the I gen. Honestly, I'd put it in A, but I really like its Gen 1 sprites. Yeah, put it in S. Put it in S. That's fine. It's, but it's at the bottom of S. Yeah. All right. Bulbasaur definitely stays near the top. Bulbasaur's goaded. Fat Pikachu's good. I don't think Fat Pikachu, Pikachu goes at the top. Yeah, Fat Pikachu goes somewhere around there. 
Um, you choose definitely in the top. What are your like top five? Do you think? Out of this group, personally. Yeah, I think like Bulbasaur, Mewtwo. For me, Gengar. I like Honor more than Gengar, um, personally. Uh, but I put Honor goes up there. Um, uh, Doug Trio, Doug Trio's, Doug Trio and Dodrio also go up there. I fucking love Dodrio so much. And we gotta put Slowbro up there too. I I put Slowbro in front of the starters. Um, fuck, I put Snorlax in front of the starters too. I would do, yeah, no, I'd actually, actually Snorlax put... deserves to be higher. Yeah, Snorlax works there. Yeah. Um, I like Executor probably more than Charizard. Yeah, I agree. Um, Primeape is less funny, but it doesn't go in front of the starters. Arcanine is, I think you. It feels so weird leaving Mew apart from Mewtwo. I think Mew goes behind Doug Trio. That's the nice. I can see nice that spot. Uh, Put like Scyther there, and I like Arcticano better than Zapdos. I agree. Uh, all right, I think that's it for S. I think that just is. Is there anything that looks really out of place? I think we have these? to clean up the middle. I think that we stuck a lot of Pokemon in B tier, and a lot of them can be moved down. That's fair. Uh, what do you want to move down? Um, I want to move down Voltorb and Magnemite. I can agree with that. I want to move down Krabby, because it's just a crab. That's fair. Um, Pidgey probably gets moved down, too. I feel weird about that one, because it is literally just a pigeon. Okay, okay. Leave Pidgey. Um, I think Bellsprout probably yeah, goes Bell, down. Yeah, Bellsprout goes down. Actually, I think these guys go up. Yeah, those guys go up. Flareon, I think, I'm kind of mixed on. I think Flareon goes towards the bottom. Yeah. Flareon and Pidgey towards the bottom. A Tentacruel probably or I like this just little guy section. Yeah, I like that. I think that's good. The little guy section's fun. Um, I think Psyduck probably goes, like, here. Um, Honestly, it's just kind of endearing. It, yeah. It's endearing enough to stay out of C. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think that looks good. Yeah, I think that's good, too. Anything else look egregiously bad? I wish that Pidgeotto was higher than Pidgeot just because it's fat. Oh, Pidgeot's pretty fat too. But Pidgeot doesn't look fat. That's the thing. Pidgeotto, look, like you look at that thing and you're like, that's a fat fucking bird. But because of the way I... Pidgeot's angled, it doesn't look as fat. Yeah, but I think Pidgeot ages better through the... Or, yeah, Pidgeot ages better through the gens, Okay, that's though. fair. That's fair. I'm going to put him, like, here, though. I think that looks good. All right, so what are your, besides this tier list, so what are your top five, what are your top five Pokemon, period? In, in, period? In Gen 1, in Gen 1. Oh, um, I mean, I think this is pretty good. I, I love Bulbasaur. Uh, Mewtwo is maybe not a personal fave. Gengar is up there. Honor's up there. I'm moving Honor down, though. I'm sorry. Rip. Um, I think Honor's really cool, but I think Gengar's Put Honor in front really of you. Cool. Put Honor in front of you. Damn, alright. Um, I would say Bulbasaur, Gengar, Snorlax is all pretty good. Venusaur is good, and maybe other personal faves. Honestly, kind of Muck, maybe. I think for me, it's probably... Muck just fits with the theme really well. I almost want to move Muck to S. Mm -hmm. Put Muck at the front top of A. 
I don't know if we're going to put Monk at S. Um, for me, it's probably, in no particular order, Haunter, Doug Trio, Snorlax, Dodrio, um, Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. I love Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is yeah, I think, I think Bulbasaur is undisputedly the best designed Pokemon of the gen. Um, and um. also move Diglett up. <laughs> move Diglett up. Move Diglett in front of... Um, fucking move Diglett in front of Charmeleon and Wartortle. But Diglett, think, but, yeah, yep, Diglett. No, that's fair. I think that's perfect. I think I think that's where Diglett deserves to be. I'm gonna put Squirtle and Charmander together. Yeah, that feels right. All right, all right. I think I think, I think these two go with the Prevos. I don't like them as. Yeah, I think we're something like I that. I think we're done tweaking this. Um, I think with Diglett's meteoric rise, I think we've 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 nailed this. So that was episode one. Maybe episode one and two. Yep. Well, oh. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe episode one and two. This was kind of long. Um, but that yeah. was Gen 1 at the very least. Um, and All right. It was fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Please remember to like, subscribe, leave a five-star review. We're a five-star podcast the group. Pa- Patreon, Patreon, maybe? We'll see. Oh, yes. We'll see, depending on if people like us or not. But please do. I, I think I'll put one up because uh, I, I do want to. Now that Ivy is our official producer, um, I would like her to be able to get a little money. No, I agree. Uh, I... And I think we'll definitely pay her, but it would be better for my pockets personally if I was not involved yes. in paying her. <laughs> um, I'm sure Nathan feels the same way. So if you really like this content and want to see more of this content or more Mal was a Minch, you know, that's yeah. sub, Patreon, whatever, I don't know. Do, do the thing that gives us money. Anyway, uh, but yep. please, we will see you next time for Gen 2, where we will probably have a special guest who is uh, to be determined. All right. Yeah, I, uh, honestly, you're the biggest Gen 2 fan I know. Anyway, goodbye, everyone. Bye.